Hey everyone, welcome to the Mass Construction Show. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this is the podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today, bear with me. This is a clip from an Instagram Live that I did recently talking about Singapore and the construction and kind of urban planning slash urban development that's happening over there. I think you'll find it interesting. If you wait to the end, you see how I kind of tie it all into a lot of the things that we've been sharing in the mass construction world as of late. So to everybody that has been liking, reviewing, sharing since uh, the last time I mentioned that, I really appreciate that. I see everybody that does it. That's great. I love it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, we are live. Um, today we're going to talk about Singapore a little bit. It's a Southeast Asian city-state, 5.7 million people. Um, it is the second greatest population density in the world, which means it's extremely dense, densely populated. I've heard it say that um, Singapore is almost 100% urbanized. Um, so it's pretty unique from that perspective. Um, and they're doing a lot of things right. Historically, they hadn't. They had cleared a lot of forests and built a lot of really big buildings. And they had the temperature and still is rising faster than by 50% faster than the rest of the place on the, the rest of the planet. Right. So it's really warming there. Um, it has a carbon footprint bigger than countries 50 times its size. That's how densely packed this is. So Singapore has done a uh, number of things to reduce that temperature increase that's going on. And if you just go and do a simple Google search um, of Singapore, um, like city, you'll just see this greenery, right? They have these green buildings where there's all this, uh, not just green roofs, but green interior walls growing up the sides of the building everything it's kind of wild to see how green they've made singapore uh, they also have these 80 to 106 foot tall they look kind of like trees and they are trees that grow up around this system and there's a solar array on the top of it and that's um, collecting energy just to you know bring down uh, the need for typical electricity via fossil fuel they use a lot of natural gas in singapore Take a look at it. They're going tremendously green. They're also doing this cool thing. They have an area called Marina Bay, like we do here in Massachusetts and Quincy, uh, a little different. It is two dozen towers. It's like a little district. They have gambling, hotels, uh, business towers, stuff like that. And they produce what they call a, uh, like a central cooling system. So the air conditioning system is like a central and there's a piping system that runs underground and gives air conditioning to all these buildings. And not only is it more efficient, I want to say it's like 40% more efficient than if they did localized air conditioning, but on top of it, they have um, solar power. So it's solar powered air conditioning that is centralized. That seems to be working real, real well. So they used that kind of model of central cooling, and now they're going to build this... Um, I guess town is what they're building, and it has um, five neighborhoods to it. I should probably look up what those neighborhoods are. I think I have them written down. Or maybe I don't, but they're called like, um, oh yeah, I have them here. Uh, I lied. So they have like the farming district. They have 
the Garden District, and they have all these other neighborhoods. For people that just hopped on, we're talking about Singapore and what they're doing with respect to greenery and biophilia and reducing uh, and helping with climate change. So we talked about how there's this cooling loop that is going through this uh, area. They call Marina Bay. It's two dozen towers that have gambling and shopping and business towers. And not only is it a more efficient way to cool by having this central cooling system for the whole neighborhood, uh, they also run it off of solar. So there's a big reduction there, about 40%. And Singapore uses natural gas. So there's a, a big reduction there in using of natural gas. So they're going to use that concept. They're creating this little neighborhood. Within that neighborhood, they have all these little districts, there's five districts. And then they have a common corridor. It's 100 yards wide, three miles long, that leads to a, like a nature reserve. That's the main one for the city. And they're doing a bunch of other cool things, right? Which is um, everything is going underground. So parking, rails, uh, the main thoroughfares all go underground. So you get even more green space again. And that's why if you look, when I said when you, if you go to Google Images and you look there, you'll see just like, it's amazing how green Singapore is. It's just wild. So they put everything underground, allow for more. They have community gardens. They have a ton of trees. They are going to, they use that central cooling. They also have in-house, like almost like these smart panels. So the people that get the apartments. I want to say it's 42,000 total units, the whole town and city center and everything. Um, they'll all be built in so you can monitor your energy consumption so people can see what they're using. And as Singapore, like I was saying before, it's become, um, it's, they were having such a problem with the temperature rising so fast, uh, being a very warm climate to begin with and then cutting everything down and being, like I said, 100% urbanized. The temperature was going nuts so as a country they're very cautious of it so now they're going to have the data and they can even help um, monitor that even more and kind of bring their uh, energy consumption down the other cool thing they're doing is they have like a central garbage disposal it's like pneumatic uh, underground tube system that is just like a giant vacuum that all the garbage goes through, but then you eliminate the need to have someone picking up the garbage. It's a lot more sanitary. Like I said before, it's a very warm climate, so now you're reducing all those odors just by sucking it up. The people that run that system are gonna use, um, I think they call it a gasification process. It's just a more efficient way than just traditional incinerator to produce energy. So they're going to produce the energy from that. They're going to put everything underground, have more green space in general, have more open air kind of things where people can meet. And now why am I talking about this? Because this is a theme that is going to dovetail a little bit with a couple of other things we're talking about. If you read on massconstruction.org recently, um, you would have seen what we did. Uh, Greg Garvin wrote a piece on resiliency, uh, resiliency in our communities, in our homes, and in our buildings and what's, what that means. Um, and this kind of fits that theme because it's encouraging people to get outside and meet their neighbors, spend out time outside, spend time in nature. That's another theme we're going to talk about. Uh, Lee Dearborn um, is going to be writing a piece on biophilic design. Um, that's going to be worth checking out. So you've got like the biophilia, we've got the resiliency, um, and then you have cool things like that central cooling and central trash removal, things like that are pretty exciting. And, you, and, and then you bring in the elements of 
nature and solar and all that kind of stuff. And you say like, okay, we're going to go do a project like Suffolk, excuse me, Suffolk Downs here in Massachusetts, which is an old racetrack that's going to be built into this entire new neighborhood in East Boston. Why can't we use principles like that? Greg and I talked a little bit and he's going to, you'll hear him in the podcast next week. Uh, it's already recorded. And we talk a little bit about how developers can use that concept of resiliency in the way they build, right? And how to build communities and not just build sterile buildings that you don't really, that don't really give anything back to the people that live, in, and I'll say in that community, right? Because not just in that building itself, it's in the community. So we want to take these concepts of green space, energy reduction, unique things like central cooling and central waste removal, and see if it makes sense. Should we incorporate some of those things that we do here locally? Um, and I really think there's a lot of room to run when we talk about resiliency, biophilia, wellness, right? We just had Consiglion talking about Arch Energy and what they're doing with controls to make a healthier building. Healthy buildings, wellness in general, wellness from being out walking and more green space, the biophilia piece, the energy reduction, the resiliency, um, all these things are playing out uh, everywhere. And we're early in this, right? But you're seeing it happen in zoning codes. You're seeing Singapore go all in and executing uh, pretty well. Now they do it a little different. There's a lot more government housing, but there's no reason why we can't take the best of that and do it in, you know, in our way. So uh, Google Singapore, check out, see what they're doing. It's pretty awesome. It's worth a look and think about those things as you listen to the upcoming podcasts or go to massconstruction.org and read about the articles. And a lot of people ask like, hey, how do you find these different things and different trends and stuff like that? So here's a few few trends I'm talking to you about now. Go check them out and see if how you think those will play out in your job or your you know, future job, or what you might like to do in the future. If these are trends and these are going to play out, how can you be in front of them? So check them out. Um, Anyone has questions, DM me on Instagram. We're doing this Instagram live right now, um, or LinkedIn or wherever else you like to listen. All right. I'm going to give a bunch of people waves who signed on. Thanks for coming. And I'll talk to everybody soon. So mass cons, what did you think? Uh, is that interesting? Would you like to see some of those elements be brought here to Massachusetts? Uh, I, for one, would love to see it. Uh, again, I'll mention head on over to massconstruction.org, read Greg's article on resiliency, keep an eye out for Lee Dearborn's article on biophilic design, Take uh, keep an eye out for my wife's article on plastics uh, and what we've done in our house to kind of mitigate uh, those chemicals to get us living more healthy. So those are some things to check out. Keep an eye out for on massconstruction.org. Thank you for liking, listening, sharing. That's fantastic. I appreciate it and see you next week. to begin